0: Welcome to the Preview Podcast, Issue Nineteen. This week we're gonna be talking about Destiny, the Taken King, the game that Bungie made. Bum, oh bum, yeah, bum, bum bum bum, the game bum, that bum. Bungie made. That's not Halo. <laughs> A little, uh, music there. So, Destiny Taken King uh, ends the first year of Destiny. If for those of you who don't know, Destiny it is has a um, has a, a ten year contract with Destiny. So they're going to be making different iterations of Destiny. So this first year, some people call the beta test. Uh, I call it you know adventure to the new frontier of gaming because they really didn't know what it was. In, a, in an interview with uh, I think uh, Game Informer, uh, they were saying how they really didn't know what. They were expecting making the game, they didn't know what it was it was going to turn out to be, but they put it out there in the wild, and like, here's our game, what do you guys think? And, you know, they actually listen to the community, they go on uh, the, the Destiny subreddit, which is actually really cool, and uh, yeah, and through that, they've made a lot of changes uh, over this first year of Destiny, and noticeably, the new changes that have come out on uh, Destiny 2.0 for The Taken King, a lot of stuff uh, because of the community. Yeah, I mean, I mean there are a lot
1: of rumors that kind of circled around Destiny before it came out, too, and it r- reminded me of Fable, like I, a lot of the stuff that I heard. So one of the rumors that I heard when Destiny, before it had come out, was that you would be able to run around this huge open world, and it would literally turn from PvE to PvP in a moment's notice.
0: I remember that.
1: That sounds fucking awesome. Like, get me in (laughs) on that. How do I sign up? Give me, here, take my blood, take my firstborn, take it all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And what it reminded me of is when uh, Peter Molyneux, who was the head of Lion's Head Studios way back when, when he would say something like a fable, where you could get an acorn <laughs> and plant it into the soil and return to that very same spot in a year's time, and your tree would have grown, and that never fucking happened.
0: Yeah, like I, I did. you make that up, or did I? Did I vaguely recall him saying something like that.
1: Yeah, Did he, like, he, he always said, said shit like that. Dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he that was... was that was an interview for Fable One.
0: Yeah, and then oh, it never happened. And never then he happened. said something
1: similar for two, and then three, and then like everyone at that point, it was just like they had Fable Connect, and people were just like, we don't fucking care oh, anymore.
0: <laughs> and it's so bad too because like I really was into Fable, but yeah, there's uh, a yeah. there, there's such a weird disconnect with uh, what um the game developer's promise and what they deliver us. I mean, it could be because of the publisher, all this other stuff. But yeah, remember him saying like uh when he unveiled the dog, we can have your own dog. Oh yeah, well, you do this and the other thing, and then uh, your dog will follow you around and it'll do this and it'll do that. And then you can have a family and then you can like leave your house and come back and your family's all grown up and your son is like this. And I was just like, Wow, that sounds like a crazy game, how they're pulling that yeah. off and I mean some of it was pulled off, a small percentage. Yeah, I mean like when when
1: they were like Oh, here's a dog, I was like you're going to be able to make the dog fart And that's it (laughs) That's it Really, Fable was a crude gesture simulator.
0: Yeah, like when they unveiled uh, Destiny, uh, they were like, yeah, Destiny is going to be an MMO. Uh, you yeah. can do this and that, and like you'll have live dynamic parties and events like they have in other MMOs and all that sort of stuff. And they kept using you know, the Lingo MMO, and I was just like, well, you have similarities to MMOs, but I mean, you are massively multiplayer, and you're online. Mm. And you remember all playing game, first-person shooter, MMORPG, FPS, but, I mean, uh, it's like...
1: So, like, I I like Destiny a lot. Um, There are a lot of people who don't like it. There are a lot of people who who do like it. Uh, I do enjoy it uh, for what it was, but there's definitely that promise that feels like they let us down and the game itself does feel like a shell of what it was supposed to be
0: yeah and there's there's some new news coming out <laughs> new news there's some new, new news, news coming out uh with the with the lawsuit um them be, being able to talk about uh there's a lawsuit that happened with uh the composer of um oh. you know for Bungie uh, martin O'Donnell. he recorded a lot of tracks he recorded a lot of audio all this sort of stuff and uh that being tied around them not being able to release certain content because it was tied to that it's it's a really weird case really weird case but it's like they were trying to say oh yeah a lot of stuff didn't happen because of this lawsuit and there was like some other thing pending or whatever i don't know because they let him go and it wasn't i know was it right it's really crazy but um yeah there's a lot of concept art and a lot of things that have uh, been uprooted through the internet showing that destiny should have been like uh you know a lot bigger and a lot better i want to say subjectively than what it is now i mean i like destiny too but you know you you get passionate about a game that brings you joy and it has elements that you like and you you want to see stuff like well it'd be better if they did this why don't they just do this and there's a lot that goes into making a game and you really really want to try to just be as critical as you can something we learned from art school Mm. you know like try to critique it without just like shitting on it you know
1: yeah, yeah. And I mean like there there are things that seem really simple that I guarantee fucking to you just from like I've I've worked on like some lower indie games, some have come out, some have not. Um and I can tell you that just from personal experience. Like you could say something like, "Man, like I just want to be able to trade my gun with my buddy. Why is that such a big deal?" Because in real life, I could just be like, "Hey, Serge, here, have this gun, oh, and you'll just be like, "Oh, hey, yeah, right, no, here, take a take a little, take some, take some crystals, yeah, just cool. for the effort, thanks." It's, it's cool. But it, in uh, and it's really that simple. But in gaming, it's like this whole system that they have to build and they have to make sure it works and they have to test it properly. And what seems like a very minute exchange that is done so well in World of Warcraft, uh, Guild Wars, even uh, defunct games like City of Heroes, uh, yeah. is actually a very complex thing because it has to change ownership and maybe that. Uh, that item is account bound and maybe it's not anymore and it's just this whole thing that they don't have built in so it's very easy to say things like build me trading or i want more emotes or like i want i don't know the ability to make a guild in the game when it's not the system's not built for that
0: yeah and and that's the thing that a lot of people have been you know like trying to put up in the in the Destiny subreddit which Bungie said they actually read and it's pretty cool cuz like uh um the one of the, one of the creative director was saying how you know he sometimes isn't sure of what's going on in in Destiny you know in game like maybe like oh i don't know what happened in Destiny yesterday but but Reddit does you know cuz we're playing mm. it a lot like a hell of a lot they play a lot too but yeah i mean there's certain things like 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 the War cards you know like uh the the Destiny lore that's deep rooted in these cards that you have to go to bungie.net and disconnect yourself from the game just to read. It's just like why don't you put that stuff into the game? Make the missions, and some of them are actually yeah. really cool. Like the story of uh, of the Thorn and the Last Word are really awesome. And to, to make that playable in a game, I mean, uh, certain games like the Elder Scrolls uh, put you into different instances where you travel back in time, and you have to under mm. and you understand uh, how the story plot goes because you. Uh, you know, take a character through a certain plot and you become a different hero in time. Guild Wars is that, too. You become, like, a hero of a certain era to understand the story. I'm like, they should maybe put that in there, too. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean,
1: I, I, I can kind of see both ways of it. Like, I understand. So I, I kind of like the idea of the Grimoire and have those cards in there, but I don't like the idea of them relying on that to yeah. present the story. So, like, for me... um just thinking about it from a story perspective and from a, a game design perspective, where when, I think what they wanted to do is when you're not playing the game, they still wanted you immersed in the world. So if you're at work or whatever, you could just hop on your phone and, uh, you know, go on like the Grimoire and just read about these things on your break or, you know, when you have a, a any lull at work or anything like that. So you can still learn about the world and be immersed in it, even when you're not on your PlayStation or Xbox or PC. Where... I think it failed is they just like put it all on there. Like it would have been a lot (laughs) easy. It would have been really easy in all honesty. um, Again, from an outsider perspective to have the missions for the thorn and the last word play out in game and have it work because they already have those, those features built in. So, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe uh, the thorn is the last word, right, Serge? Yep. Yeah, so and it just went through like trials and tribulations and then it became morphed and mutated into this like crazy badass gun. And last word it is badass to begin with. Like, I really think it's awesome the way it shoots and stuff like that. Um, but they do that when you're upgrading. You get a bounty, you get an exotic bounty. You get a bounty, you have to kill a certain amount of enemies with a certain type of weapon, and then it transforms into that gun essentially after you see the uh, gunsmith. Yep. Like, that's how it goes. That system's already in there. Why not just have a mission where it's like you find the last word on a corpse or something like that. Or, like, you have a buddy that dies along the way and he uses that. So then you use it to avenge him. But you have a side mission where if you do complete a mission with the last word equipped, it turns into the thorn. Like, you could do that. That's in there. That's already built in. Dude,
0: that will be you awesome. You just have
1: to take that extra step. And I think that's where Destiny really kind of faltered is... They did a really good job with the multiplayer mechanic. Uh, they did a great job on, I think graphics are great on it. Oh, the graphics are great. Um, yeah, they, they did a fantastic job on just really making you wanna play with friends and wanting to build up a community and build up your character. And it had in a, a very addictive, and I still like how light used to work and we'll talk about it in a second, about the differences and how they got rid of kind of light points and they made it a little more simplistic. But they had all these uh, mechanics that worked really well, but they didn't have a story that was good. Which is like unacceptable in this day and age.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean it's just like how are you gonna how are you gonna say that you're an MMO, RPG, FPS, and you don't have a story? I mean, you guys, you know, well, a part of you, Bungie, created Halo and it yeah. has a coherent story, you know, and it's weird when you have people who are new to Destiny who pick it up and uh, like, I, like I have a coworker of mine. He picked it up and he, you know, spent a week playing and everything like that. And he didn't tell me until like the end of the week, you know, because he didn't want me really like, get, like, you know, getting into it for him. Yeah. At the end of the week, he was like, "Dude, what the hell is a story in this game?" And I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, you fell into the trap, into the destiny trap. It's a good." He's yeah, like, yeah. "He's like, yeah." And uh, it's crazy that you have a game where thousands of people and millions, or whatever, are saying the same thing. This is a good game, but I mean, kind of, kind of don't want that. But with the Taken King, <laughs> there there are a lot of changes that happen that are that are pretty good a lot of balancing issues a lot of things that uh, you know that are additions and some things people are upset about like uh, the change from Peter Dinklage to Nolan North aka Nathan Drake from Uncharted
1: yeah well I mean like I don't I don't mind that in all honesty like I was I think my my drawback was again go kind of going with what we talked about last year when we we're talking about Metal Gear and or last year last week we were talking about Metal Gear and um, the changing of the original voice actor to Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's disjointed at first. And it's the same thing with Batman. Like, when you, you're you used to Kevin Conroy when you see Batman animated. Oh, yeah. And when it's anyone else, you're first like, whoa, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and then you kind of accept it more. And then eventually it becomes like a, a Bruce Greenwood scenario from Young Justice where you're like, yeah, that sounds like Batman. It's a, it's a slightly different take, but that's, I believe that. He's still got the deep voice, it's still got a little bit of grit to it, yeah. and it's got age and wisdom. It's just not Kevin Conroy, and I think that's what happened for me um, with Nolan North and Dinklebot. So Northbot and Dinklebot. Um, I at first it was like because you're so used to that like deadpan, like that very somber, emotionless, uh, monotone voice that uh, Peter Dinklage brings to Ghost. That really kind of made him dull and unimpressive, but it kind of worked. It kind of worked for the character, especially as you played him for a year. You played with it for a year. And then you bring in Nolan North, who tries to keep the the tone somewhat, but it's a very different take on the character. He's got a bit more emotion to him. He's got a, a higher-pitched voice. He sounds more like C-3PO, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, I... He, he he does, and, and and that's the thing that people have that um that disconnect with. I mean, like I, I don't I don't think Peter Dinklage is so monotone. I mean, I I liked Dinklebot. It was weird at first because it's Peter Dinklage, and yeah. you know he's huge now from Game of Thrones and everything. So when you hear him in Destiny, you're like, oh shit, it's Peter Dinklage, it's awesome. But yeah, it's, you know, it's and, and yeah, and so some parts like uh he's a great actor, but some parts are like yeah, and then some parts are like, wow well, wow, he really sold that, and um I can see where people. Don't really care for Nolan North because they've gotten used to Peter Dinklage, and it's funny too. It's like the, the like the like the gaming community is such an amazing community because like there are people who didn't like uh, Peter Dinklage, then got used to him, and now they don't like Nolan North and they like Peter Dinklage. Like those same people are like, nope, bring him back. Yeah, it's like, but well, wait, you said D- D- Dinklebot was crap. At first, now you like him, and oh God, whatever. But I mean, yeah. I, I can I can see what they mean because uh, there are certain parts where you know, I like Peter Dinklage uh, will say, "We walk in the hive," and Nolan North uh, bot is like, "We walk in the hive." So it's like a weird kind of disconnect because if you, you're used to hearing it said one way, and now mm-hmm. you're hearing it said another,
1: I don't I'm know I, coming from the walls, yeah, exactly coming out of the
0: walls, yeah. Like, we walk yeah. in the hive. We walk in the hive. He's a bit more like pessimistic. Yeah, he does sound like C three PO. He's a bit more. Right. Oh, look at that. Hmm. You're going to check that out. Stuff like that. Well,
1: to me, he sounds more like Seth Green trying to do a C-3PO impression. <laughs> Seth like, if Green. you watch Robot Chicken when Seth Green does C-3PO, uh, uh, that's what I, it sounds more like. But it works for me. Well, like, great. if you were if, – if, if I never got used to Dinklebot and you showed me those two videos, I think – and this is, like, all guesstimation, but, like, I would bet you that I would choose North over Dinklebot mm. just because it – that just, like, that voice fits – a little better into that shell.
0: yeah and the other thing to put out there uh there wasn't a discrepancy between bungie and peter dinklage cause a, lot, a lot of people oh yeah a lot of people were asking me on uh, on Twitch TV slash bad funky uh oh like uh what's like you know why do they you know exchange nolan north for uh, dinklebot like what, what's going on i mean did they fall out yada yada like there's no celebrity <laughs> gossip drama like yeah. nolan north is just more readily available i mean peter dinklage is is awesome he's in movies like tv shows whatever but he's He's mostly in movies now, and he's and Nolan North does video games, so he's more readily available to read lines if Bungie comes up with new material than Peter Dinklage. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's exactly it too. Like Nolan North
1: lives around the area in which things are being record recorded. Oh yeah, and if he's not, he's super willing to just hop on a plane on a moment's notice and go there. Uh, and Nolan North is on TV shows and stuff like that. He's on Pretty Little Liars. Uh, I know that for a fact.
0: Yeah, I I remember seeing. Oh God, yeah, I Uh, remember like reading about that, and I was just like, ah, she'll never watch. But okay, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that's like that's still one of my favorite stories too. And we've said it on our our podcast. I wish I could reference this one so I could make everyone go back and listen to it. But
0: Mm -hmm. essentially,
1: I was I was watching my girlfriend watch Pretty the Liars, and Nolan North shows up, and I was like, Is that Nolan North? And she's like, Yeah. How do you know him? And I was like, How do you know him? (laughs) He's the voice of every single video game character ever. Like I guarantee you, I pull a random game off my gaming out of my gaming collection. No North did a voice Ooh, in it. No North. Garen fucking teed. <laughs> um But like, like yeah, he's just more readily available. Uh, you know, Dinklage is probably shooting more Game of Thrones right now, and God knows where. Exactly. So like, yeah, it's, there's nothing crazy. There's nothing like you know, they were like, you suck, and Dinkabok. No, we're just gonna say that. Underground we're gonna say that drama. You know, the 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 d- voice designer was like Dinklage. You're doing a subpar job. And Tinkerbot was like, well, fuck you.
0: I'm tearing <laughs> You'll never Glister. work in this video game biz again. <laughs> Pizza Dinklage. Your voice will never be in games ever. <laughs> Well yeah, like like Peter Nichols is in some crazy location shooting a movie, and if Bungie yeah. has some lines they want to record, he will have to make some time for it and they have a certain time frame to fulfill and that's it. A lot of people were like, Oh, is it because of this or that? Like, no, it's not as like sexy as you think it is. Like that's yeah. just it. It's just business. It's literally logistics. That's yeah. all it is. <laughs> um,
1: and but, yeah, my theory is Nolan North and Troy Baker go around from recording booth to recording booth and just go, Hey, got
0: any work? Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> no. Yes, Troy yeah. Baker. No, right, you not know, surprised. Like, 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 uh, like, like the, the Troy Baker isn't in here. I mean, they've got Nathan Fillion, so I guess that's why. i have got Nathan Fillion. Yeah, yeah, Troy yeah. Baker. I yeah. bet you Troy and
1: Baker it, is. He's just miscellaneous voice for or something like that.
0: <laughs> secretly, he's secretly in there. That'd be great. Well, who
1: does the voice of the human? I mean, she was human. Uh not sure. Do we know? We'll look that up for, for yeah. Thursday.
0: But I know yeah. that, yeah, like Nathan Fillion uh, is, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cad6. He's the hunter hero. And supposedly yeah. in The Taken King, he's going to have a role to play while you go through the story. He's going to be the comic relief, apparently. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like so uh, Bungie funny. was saying, he's going to have a role to play and he's going to be a part of the story. He's going to have lines. Because they really liked how um, – they really liked his character. I mean they love Nathan Fillion, but they liked his character. And I'm like, what do you mean you like his character? He doesn't really say anything. But they uh, Bungie was saying um, that there's just one line that he says uh, when you walk up to him and if you listen to him for a bit, he'll look at you and he'll say, take me with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <love that. laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, I remember. Um, I, th- I, th- I think it was you that pointed it out to me. And I was like, what? Yeah, that was That's one
1: like- of the first things they did. Because, you know, like, if you're me, all you want to do is hang around Nathan Fillion, even a digital, not fully realized version of him that he uses a voice for. Yeah, Nathan I like, Fillion. Me, yeah, I was like, me and Nathan Fillion, Fillion. hanging out like buddies. And, he's like, <laughs> and then he's like, take me with you. And I was like, oh my God, uh-huh. oh my good. <laughs>
0: I saw it, Did right, Cause, like the heroes like they're in the tower they have to look at all all the new guardians coming through and help out pushing back the darkness or whatever that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Oh my god. So, yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Oh, you know, that, that's pretty good. Let's uh let's flesh them out and let's 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 put them in the story." So, I'm really excited on Tuesday when they're taking King drops to play through, this, through the to through the story. I mean, I know I'm probably going to stay up just so I can get in some some story mode before I have to go to work, but it's going to be great.
1: Oh man, I wish I could uh, the voice of human male mm-hmm. is Matthew Mercer. That sounds familiar. Is, he uh, he's in a lot of things. He I'm actually looking up more specifically that right now. That sounds
0: really familiar.
1: But he was in he's going to be in Mighty Number no. 9.
0: Which Ooh. is really cool.
1: Um he's in Phantom Pain, but that's not anything special. He's the voice of Tim Drake Robin in Arkham Knight. Oh sweet! Um, he was in Evolve. He's in like a lot of different things, but I thought he was—I thought he was in Young Justice. I could be mistaken on that. Um, yeah, he's just in a lot of—he does a lot of voice acting. Literally, if you play games or watch anime, um, you know who he is. You've heard his voice. He's—he's he's a talented dude, uh, but he definitely has that like, which is why I thought that he might have been, um, Troy Baker, because he has that Troy Baker-esque voice. So, that's pretty cool.
0: Nice. It's not too shabby. <laughs> He's also in some Pixar movies, too. Um, so, but yeah. With, yeah. And with uh, with uh, Taken King, we got, like, uh, there's a lot of changes coming up. A lot of changes. Yeah. And in patch 2.0, that they got released. Uh, we've been playing through some of them. Like, they're actually pre- pretty good. It feels like... Like, like, it does feel like a different game, especially the Crucible. I do a lot of Crucible PvP, that's my main bag, and uh, pretty much you can use whatever weapon you're comfortable with, you can play now. No one weapon is more overpowered than the other, uh, except for the, the Thorn is still pretty good, except you, you can't two-shot people now. I mean, you can three-shot them, but still, it's not as instant. Uh, the Hawk Moon is still good, you can still get that lucky bullet and kill people, but that happens a lot. So more of a rare occurrence now. Uh, the Red Death is dominating Crucible along with the Hard Light, which I didn't think was going to be anything. I remember like that was my first exotic that I got in the Vault of Glass when my friends were was screaming and yelling because he wanted to get that. Um, yeah, and uh, pretty much, yeah, it's it's pretty much in the Crucible uh, standpoint. It's whatever you're comfortable with, you can pretty much own with and, uh, and do well. And um, with, with PVE now, uh, PVE, they're going to do a mm. lot more uh, things with strikes. Like um, going through strikes, you're going to be able to get uh, rewards for, for going through, through them. Uh, you're going to be able to get like points and reputation and everything. So pretty much you can go into the strike playlist and get uh, more points and rewards and things like that if you play out through the whole day. And the more you play strikes, I think in the playlist coming up, uh, the more you'll be able to get uh, rewards and certain things. And uh, factions have changed now. Factions actually matter. So if you join the new, marquee, new monarchy, new or dead orbit now, you pledge allegiance. You pledge allegiance to them. Uh, you you wear their armbands so and stuff. Funny. Yeah, right. <laughs> <You> pledge allegiance <laughs> to them. I pledge allegiance to the dead orbit. To the dead orbit. And the
1: voice of Peter Skars, whatever his name is. <laughs> the voice of the Russian guy from Armageddon. Yeah. Or the play of the guy. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, yeah. So you pledge allegiance to these guys, and then what happens? Yeah,
0: you pledge allegiance to them, and it's pretty cool. So I signed up for uh, New Monarchy on my on my warlock because I like red, whatever. Mm. So basically, uh, before how it worked is, uh, you you pledge allegiance to one of these things, you wear their armbands and stuff like that, and you wouldn't get reputation for anything else, and it would take a long time to level everything up. Now, you pretty much pick up their allegiance uh mm-hmm. and you can get a reward faction rewards from them and from Vanguard and from the Crucible or whatever all at the same time. It's, it's pretty freaking awesome, and it doesn't take that long to really level things up. And what's really cool is the the exchange. So, you can exchange a lot of materials, a lot of different materials for reputation. Now, one of the easiest things is a uh, heavy ammo. Heavy ammo is is an easy thing to get. So if you trade in that, you can level up your rank. After level five, you start getting packages at the postmaster, and those might have a shader. So if you're with hmm. if you're with Dead Orbit, you might get an all black shader, which everybody is looking for. So a lot of people are going with uh, Dead Orbit because who doesn't want you know the character to be you know all badass looking and all black?
1: Oh, not me. And, I want all white.
0: Ah, uh, chatterbite.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. That's I literally saw that and I was like. With my guy with the hood, he would look like Moon Knight.
0: Nice Moon Knight, like, that's awesome.
1: That's, that's what I fucking want. <laughs> who who has that one? Who has Chatter White? Is that Dead Orbit?
0: Uh, no, that's if you go through the Vault of Glass um, uh, raid, God. you can Damn get it. at the end. Yeah, and it's funny too because you get it like so often too. So we, we, we can still. run that. Oh, do you that. really? Oh yeah, yeah. We we can definitely right. run that and get you Chatter White because Chatter White yeah, drops that. often. Dude, really I want often. that. Yeah,
1: dude. I'm Moon Knight, and then I never play again. I just I'm just <laughs> <for> the rest of the game. <laughs> Moon Knight is a badass, though. Like I, oh, I dude, know he's Moon the man. Yeah,
0: I don't know much about yeah. comics, but I know like certain people like Moon Knight. Moon Knight's pretty badass. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember like I, a... I saw an image of him, and I'm like, oh, who the fuck is that? that guy looks fucking cool.
1: Yeah, you know? Marvel's Batman. That's like yep. crazy. Pretty much, yeah, like, <laughs> schizophrenic. <laughs> I think
0: that's why I like him. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. 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 I just read, I just read a comic uh, not so long ago, uh, where it's all like just one shots of him, but it's like a uh, it's a collected one. It's so fucking Ooh. good. He's just crazy. He's not even wearing his Moon Knight suit. He's driving around in an all white suit with the Moon Knight mask. And no hood or anything else. And he they just call him Mr. Knight. Ooh.
0: They call him yeah, Mr. Knight.
1: And he has like this automated car and an automated jet. And sometimes he does like get in his Moon Knight suit. He's but, like,
0: Batman. Yeah,
1: he's <laughs> fucking Batman, but like way classier. It's Ooh. awesome. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so like there's all these new shaders, all these factions you can pledge allegiance to. Yeah, it's to.
0: pretty awesome. And, uh, and, and in your faction, if you hit level 25 in your faction, you get a quest. To get an epic Ooh. item, yeah. So, so here's how it goes. So, you love you can level up uh, your faction when you go to the tower, pick it up. You you can go there, and uh, you can play the Crucible. You can play the Vanguard Strikes. You can do whatever whatever you do, and you will earn reputation for that faction. After you hit level five, you, you'll get packages in each. I think each level after that, or each five levels, each level that. you get packages in the postmaster, and those can have uh, like specific items. They'll have armor, weapons, uh, shader. Um, and when you hit level 25, you will get an epic quest. You, you go on the quest, and you'll get an exotic item. This exotic item is a class item. It's either a class item or it's an armor piece. Anyway, this can, this is supposedly, supposedly you were able to wear this in conjunction with one other piece of exotic gear, so you can potentially wear two pieces of exotic armor, which you can't do uh, in the current game. So everyone's really, yeah, everyone's really excited for that. So everyone's, like, trying to farm and trying to really get their factions up. So when the raid comes, you're wearing two pieces of exotic armor for the raid. And the raid's yeah, going to oh be yeah. level 40. The cap now is raised to level 40. Right now, 2.0. Before the Taken King release, it's level 34. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's going to be really great. I mean, the, the raid releases on the 18th, which I believe is a Friday. Yep, that's uh, this Friday. So yeah, Taken King comes out Tuesday. Giving everybody some time to go through the story, which is pretty awesome. Because if they released the raid right off the bat, everybody would try to jump in. Everyone would try to oh, go. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody being under leveled. So it's smart that they are doing it this way, slowly rolling it out. Mm. So I would
1: even I would have even given it another week. Definitely. You
0: know? Absolutely, uh, you know. But, but yeah,
1: you got to give the Raiders the raids.
0: You got to give Raiders the race. Raiders are gonna raid. <laughs> raiders gonna raid. Raid, 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 yeah. raid. And the funny thing is, like uh, in their statistics, they found out that only a small percentage of the Destiny gaming population play the raids. Everybody else, uh, the lar- a large, large part is playing with the ball in the tower. Funny enough, <laughs> yep, that's the yep. largest part of Destiny, which is weird. That they're like, this is the weirdest statistic we've ever seen in making a game. Out of any of us, any of you have ever seen, this is weird. You guys play with this ball more than doing any other activity in Destiny. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. give us a toy. We'll put the truck out of it. Yeah. Uh, Doing PvE, uh, Mm -hmm. then doing Crucible, and then raids. Like a small percentage actually do raids, which is really cool because uh, some story missions are going to take place, I think, in the Vault of Glass and on Krota. So if you don't go into the raids, if you haven't gone to raid groups until now, you'll be able to go inside and do some uh, story missions. And I think you can do some now.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I've, I've the only raid I've done. I'm definitely the, the demographic that does mostly PVE and plays with the ball.
0: <laughs> um,
1: but like, yeah, I've only done um, Fault of Glass. I think once. Oh wow. Yeah. Every every other time that I, we've attempted it with like other people, uh, we just never finish.
0: Ah, well, we're really good now. Yeah, at, uh, yeah. And I was telling the guys like, yeah, I want to run it this week just for you know just for gets and shiggles. So, yeah, we'll see about doing it. And give me some uh, Shadow white, yeah. And another another cool thing is is your class. Like now they're really getting into being an MMO RPG. So each guardian, hunter, warlock, and titan has their hero, their trainer. So now what you can do is you can go to your trainer, and they'll give you uh, these these two quests, and the two quests coincide with uh, both of your. Um, but both of your abilities So for, for Warlock You have the Void The Path of the Void The void walker, And the Path of the Sun the Path of the Sun And when you complete those You get exotic armor Your class item mm-hmm. Uh, You know so, so, so not like your arms or legs is your, your class item So for Warlock It's the scrunchie That goes in your arm You know Your little Nike sweatband yeah, uh, so yeah. For the Titan It's your kilt Your little skirt And for the Hunter It's a really cool cape Because bias because and, uh, hunters are the best. And why would you play any other fucking? Bias.
1: I mean, like to be fair, if you're gonna throw like giant like energy balls, you have to have a scrunchie. You just have to like
0: you know, even <laughs> to put the, it back. Even, even it the
1: style playing field. <laughs> like realistically, hunters don't have like that cool of like you know abilities. Like yeah, like the golden gun's cool, but you have to know how to aim it, and there's a huge disadvantage in PvP uh, with Blade Dancer. Because you can blade dance, and if a Titan just fucking like fist drops you right I there, I
0: love doing the Fist of havoc on a blade yeah. dancer. Blade dancer, it's the most. You're,
1: you're done. Like they're yeah. both powerful, but they're both extremely weak in that respect. So just give them a badass cape and hood just to make <laughs> up for it, you know.
0: And what's cool in the changes now uh, is that the blade dancers aren't as um, immortal as they used to be. Like now, like it's a bit easier to take them down. Because uh, yeah. like me personally like I th- I play all three classes, my favorite being a warlock, then a Titan, and then that other guy. But mm. uh <laughs> because bias. Yeah. Um yeah, no, like the, the the hunter's pretty cool. I'm working on leveling uh you know his some of his abilities and stuff like that. But yeah, warlock. Yeah. No,
1: he's he's definitely my favorite. I yeah. tried the other classes, I
0: just couldn't do it. But it's pretty cool that now you go to your uh, your your hero and they give you quests and once you fill them out, uh, you get your class item. And it's really cool and like they're they're for each path. So if you switch between one or the other, you can change out your uh, your class item, and they do different things, and they're an exotic, mm. which is awesome. Yeah, so you can wear. You're supposedly able to wear that along with another piece of uh, of, of armor. Hell yeah, exotic armor. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, we're uh, we're about wrapping up time. However, um, something I want to kind of go over with everyone just really quickly is if you didn't know, or if you. If you're playing Destiny for a while, since day one, or if you're just thinking about getting into it, um, with The Taken King, we have a, a couple of different editions that you can purchase. And usually with DLC, it's just like, oh, you have to buy the game, you have to buy the other DLC, and then like you maybe can give me the year edition. I was going say, well, look, well, like, like, we don't it. have them.
0: Bungie has them, or whatever your retailer is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah we, we don't have them here. Yeah, Not I just enough. want to make sure people are like, oh, they have No, we, we don't no. have them. We're letting we, you have, have know. we have nothing. Yeah. We
1: got nothing. Um, however... I, I guess I meant we as the players, the gamers, have options in which uh, you can choose. And we here at badcountyfunky.com slash podcasts and badcoyotefunky.com in general, mm. I want to make sure that you get the correct one for what you need. We don't want you spending $80 when you could have just spent 40 So it's like a nice little PSA for everyone. Yeah. So keeping that in mind, um, I'm going to break this down into two different kinds of people, like I was saying before. So if you're a gamer and you have destiny and both the expansions already, and you're looking to, to take part in the Taken King and all of the glorious wonder that it has to offer, I would suggest getting the $40 version and maybe even get it digitally just for simplicity's sake. Um, that way, you already have everything. You don't need to spend the other forty dollars. I think you do get some extra cool stuff if you do if you spend eighty on it. But it's real. I mean, I don't think it's a, it's a good trade off. What do you think, Serge? Uh, I think so. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it does have the forty dollars digital version. So thirty nine ninety nine plus tax applicable <laughs> uh, has the Taken King. And you'll also get, as a thank you to the loyal fans, uh, you'll receive a commemorative Founders Fortune Year One Emblem, Sparrow, <laughs> Armor Shader, and more at launch with your purchase of the Taken King. Um, you'll also get bonus VIP in-game rewards, such as a Sparrow, Armor Shader, and Year One Emblem. So that's pretty interesting. Um, if you are brand new to the game, never played it before you have a bunch of buddies that are in on it and yeah like like you are just like super pumped to get in on it and you can't wait um there is the taken king collectors edition um and you can get that digitally or you can get that actually at a at your local retailer and uh that includes the contents for the physical edition that you can get at gamestop best buy wherever they sell video games i'm sure they're gonna have it Yeah, make sure you pre-order it if you haven't already. Um, You get the Taken King, you get Destiny, you get uh, expansions one and two, so you get the Dark Below and House of Wolves, and you also get a Collector's Edition steel book case. You get what's called Cade Six's Intel Cache, which has a modified Treasure Island book with intro letter from Cade Six,
0: which is Nathan Julian.
1: with uh, dude it's, it's so tempting like if <laughs> if i had money man and i didn't already have this game this is probably what i would get it's got uh uh cade 6 personal notes and illustrations <laughs> I, I bet you it's stick figures <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good that would be a amazing Deadpool style yeah um collection of relics and artifacts and strange coin replica Ooh. so you could own a strange coin in real life and you can maybe if you see Zer, buy something off him. dude how awesome would that be if someone cosplays as Zer
0: and someone comes
1: up with, him with strange coin and tries to buy things off of them <laughs> um the digital content is three class specific emotes three armor shaders and three exotic class items with xp bonuses so that's interesting um for the digital version of that, because there is one, obviously it comes with the game and all of the expansions. It's also $80 as well, so $79.99, plus applicable tax. Hmm. Uh, for It says, for the Ultimate Destiny fan, the Digital Collector's Edition offers the complete Destiny experience with an expansive cache of special digital items to aid you on your adventure. And if you do it digitally, you can play it right when it comes out you know it i believe they pre-install now right with the digital pre-orders and stuff yeah, like the digital that Yeah,
0: pre-order uh the, the install is going to begin at 12 p.m eastern standard time and the game is going to be playable 5 a.m eastern standard time so
1: while it looks like you don't get a lot of the cool like physical stuff like you know the cade 6 intel cache um you do get the digital content as well which has the three armor shaders, three class-specific emotes, and three exotic class items with XP bonuses. Yeah. Um. So, again, that's perfect for someone who's just looking to get into it. Or if you have a buddy who just wants to get into it and you already own a copy of the game and you really want the $80 one, you could just give your copy to your buddy, you know? Do your, do your community a service. Give a game for free to a buddy who wants it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, why yeah. not? Then when you do, you and your buddy can play together and then play with us. Bat yeah, and then you, can, then
1: you can get your buddy to play and buy all the expansions so you can be up to date. Yeah. Yeah. It works out. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that that's pretty much it. I just, we, we here at Batco, Cody Funky just want to make sure you're getting the correct version and you're informed on what those correct versions are for your specific needs
0: yeah seriously a lot of uh players were asking us on uh twitch.tv slash badcodyfunky like which one yeah. to get like what which one we got you know and like what to do because uh, i mean there's there's a lot of information out there so we just want to make sure you guys know which ones so it's not like an ad or anything it's just like hey here's what we know and here's you know like what what you can do with it so now it's yeah. up to, now the power is yours it's up to you <laughs> the more you know yeah, and if you and if you've been playing Destiny and you got out of it because you were you know didn't really care for the game or anything, I think now is a really good time to come back because the game really does feel different. It feels like they've listened to the community. They've uh, balanced a lot of weapons that were considered OP, and they've buffed some weapons that you know some players like. So you, you can really play how you want to play now. I mean, before you had to, you know, use hand cannons and hand cannons were the most OP thing, and pulse rifles weren't really a thing and people who like shotguns were using it too much and you know but now you can really do a lot of things you want to do and people who for instance play strikes can just stay in the strike playlist and you'll get um you know like more uh weapons and and armor and things like that i think um you get a like a buff of like two times and three times damage like the more you stay in the strike playlist uh You know, Nolan North is a ghost now. You can also skip cutscenes if you want to, which is pretty awesome. Because if you're playing Mm -hmm. through the game and on a different character or a new character, you can skip them if if you want to. And you know, and and it's pretty sweet. And on top of that, like your vault space is bigger, so you can hold more things. I'm you know trying to organize that into a. Oh yeah. You know, it's a mess, but yeah. I mean, the game really has some balances that have really fixed it. And moving forward in Destiny Year Two coming up with us, we hope. You that you play with us on Twitch TV slash Bad Funky. We do raids. We do nightfalls, weeklies, things like that. No need to LFG. Look for group. Kind of we got like group, Funky. We got your group right here. Yeah, yeah right here. And I just want to thank everybody who helped us reach 100 followers yeah. on uh, and Twitch.
1: Awesome. And our 100th was Ferg.
0: Yeah, thanks Ferg. Yeah
1: you are so thanks for that 100th uh you know uh, what is it what is it the follow I'll subscribe we don't use yeah, subscriptions follow. yet yeah. we're free right now for now yeah so yeah free. so you can totally Follows. yep
0: come on TV it's back into funky it's totally free play with us play with you we're actually really good <laughs> yeah we're and, and sponsors. You know, if, you, if you're unsure if
1: you want to pop destiny back in and download that file watch us on twitch you know see for yourself if it's if it, if it interests you again uh, that's what we do. It's just another free public service that we do for you.
0: Bah, 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 bah.
1: Yeah, but uh, but that's time. That's actually overtime. We gave you more than what you needed for this this preview. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, if you want to take us home, Serge, you're the best at it. Bah, 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 bah,
0: bah. Make sure to tune in every Thursday at nine thirty Eastern Standard Time. At twitch.tv slash badcootiefunky as we broadcast live. We'll be playing the Taking King this week and talking about the Taking King on Thursday. Our first impressions of the story, the changes, and everything. Uh, also, make sure to send us a little, 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 little like on our Twitters, our Facebooks, our Insta-Hams. Get instant mm. ham for bad Funky. No, I'm just kidding. Don't no Insta Hams. All set to change. Uh, also, we're on iTunes, which are Bad Coyote Funky, and on your Droid devices, download the SoundCloud app and find us at Bad Cody Funky and listen to us there as well. Until Thursday, we will see you then. This has been Booster Greg.
1: See you guys on the battlefield.
0: This is your channel. See you guys later.